Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's podcast. I'm Stuart Penson, editor of Carbon Economist, and I'm joined today by Dr. Marco Ernst, who is head of sales and project management for CCS at Man Energy Solutions. In today's podcast, we're going to discuss compression solutions, one of the key technologies used in CCS, and specifically the Man RG modular system. The deployment of CCS globally is accelerating. I mean, it's really now widely acknowledged as one of the key technologies for achieving net zero and trying to limit global warming to 1.5 degrees. Our global energy infrastructure CCS database is now tracking more than 500 projects globally at various stages of development. Governments are increasingly offering subsidies and developing regulatory frameworks to support the rollout of CCS, which is being used to decarbonize those hard-to-abate sectors where solutions such as electrification are not necessarily suitable. Marco, a very warm welcome to you this morning. Thank you so much for joining us. I wanted to set the scene for today's podcast. If I could ask you to give an introduction to your role at uh, Man Energy Solutions and the company's main areas of focus. Yes, of course. So thank you very much, Stuart. I really appreciate to be here today on this podcast. CCUS is indeed one of the major topics today when it comes to decarbonizing our environment. And I believe that everyone agrees to that. So for that reason, I'm very proud to be part of such a great company like Mine Energy Solutions. And as you already mentioned, I am in the role as head of sales and project management for CCS, which means that I am globally responsible for all sales activities at Mine Energy Solutions. And I'm now working for MIN for more than 14 years already. We are fully committed to our decarbonization strategy, and probably you know our slogan, which is moving big things to zero. This is indeed what we are doing. We are completely focused on decarbonizing, which means not only CCUS, so carbon capture storage and carbon capture utilization, but also products like heat pumps, PEM electrolyzers, green engines and retrofits of marine engines. So to make it short, we as Airline Energy Solutions with our 14,000 employees worldwide, we have everything in our portfolio, what it needs to make decarbonization really happen. Thank you for that. Yes. And just focusing in on your geared compressors, these systems have actually been around for quite a while and there are more than 20 systems currently in operation. Can you tell us a bit more about where the technology is currently in use? When it comes to references, we are indeed the world market leader in CO2 compression, especially for high volume flows and high pressure. The 20 running references we have worldwide are up to 200 bar, and they are already running flawlessly for more than 30 years. And we have accumulated now up to 1 million operating hours and we have compressed more than 200 million tons of CO2. So our references are to be found all over the world, but there are, of course, some lighthouse projects like the one in Breivik in Norway. And this is indeed a special one since we are introducing the first time ever our heat recovery system. This one brings a heat energy saving of more than 30% to our end user with Heidelberg materials. And this heat recovery 
is always important when we're talking about plants, for example, in remote locations, and especially for hard to abate, or we even call it non-to-abate sectors like the cement and lime industry. But in general, we are able to compress the CO2 coming out of all capturing processes, which we have worldwide. So not only the amine washing system, but also, for example, membrane technologies or cryogenic processes. Our superior interiorly gear type compressor, which is use the abbreviation IGC. So these compressors are able to handle all CO2 gas compositions with the highest flexibility and efficiency. I see. Thank you. Yes. Now, as with all technologies involved in the transition to net zero, economics and costs are crucial. So both CapEx and OpEx, very, very important for all these technologies as they scale up. Now, as I understand it, your technology offers some unique opportunities to improve on costs, such as a modular design and superior efficiencies. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes. So first of all, this integrally gear-type compressor technology is, in my opinion, the only answer to having an OPEX and CARPEX-optimized solution. So what does it mean? With an IGC, you can do more or less whatever you want or you need between each and every compressor stage. For example, you can introduce a heat exchanger. You can have side streams like injections and extractions. Furthermore, I would like to give you a fairly simple comparison. Compressing CO2, dry CO2 from 1 to 160 bar to a supercritical state of CO2 would require, with a conventional inline train, two casings, two intermediate gearboxes, four couplings, and one double end drive motor. If you want to do the same, so compressing CO2 from 1 to 160 bar, with an IGC, so what this integrally gear type compressor train, this would reduce the train setup to only one motor and one compressor. So means two casings with 15 impellers compared to one casing and eight impellers. And let's have a look at some financials. So let's assume that you pay 100 euro per megawatt hour. This would give you a power saving of 3 million euros per year if you use this IGC, so the integrally gear type compressor. Then let's further assume that you have a machine running for 20 or even 30 years, and now taking into account a 3 million euro saving per year, this would result in an OPEX saving of 60 or even 90 million euros if you run your machine for 30 years. And I think this should be an argument enough to choose this IGC type compressor for CO2 compression. I see, yes. And you mentioned the possibility of heat recovery as a very important factor. Can you explain a little bit more about how this works and how it really impacts um, OPEX and other costs? Yes, certainly. So as I already mentioned, this technology is absolutely crucial, especially for customers with plants in remote locations and where not enough steam is available for this amine washing system. The beauty of the IGC simply is to use the heat of the compressor stages and to generate vapor in a special heat exchanger. Normally, the temperature rise across a single compressor stage is between 100 and 120 degrees Celsius. So this is enough to generate steam or even hot water or hot oil. And this technology 
cannot only be used for the Amen washing system, but as well for district heating. Together with our technology partner, Arca Carbon Capture, we have developed and commercialized this heat integration system. So you can say that we are pioneers in that field, and the Bradic project will prove that we are number one when it comes to CO2 compression with heat integration. Okay, thank you for that. Now, as I understand it, one of the sectors where your technology is gaining new customers is in the oil and gas sector, especially in North America. So historically, these operators have used inline compressor systems, but now they're looking at your integrally geared systems. Can you help us clear up some of the sort of assumptions, in some cases wrong assumptions, that have been made when comparing geared and inline solutions? Yes, you are for sure, because that is a very good question. And we see a lot of customers asking us, okay, am I in energy solutions? Why do you prefer this integrally gear type compressor? Earlier, I have been talking about CAPEX and OPEX benefits, you know, for this integrally geared compressor. But this is not the only criteria which makes the IGC superior. Again, just have a look at the components of an inline compressor train. I already mentioned, you have one double-end drive motor. There are two intermediate gearboxes. You need four couplings and two inline casings with less flexibility. And it's also very important to understand, if you have a look at an inline compressor version, the compressor itself, so the casing, is limited in axial length. And if you, for example, want to introduce more flexibility, like you have with an IGC, that you have side streams, heat exchange, etc., you would need to enlarge the axial length of the compressor casing, which would result into a compressor that is not stable anymore when it comes to rotor dynamics. So again, this all comes along with more components in your inline train. And these components, they all need to be maintained, of course. And this takes time and is expensive. And the same applies for the overhauls. You need more mandates on site for an inline train compared to an integrally gear type compressor. So altogether, it's OPEX, it's CARPEX, plus the overhaul and the maintenance. And they all lead to one clear statement that the IGC is the right product for CO2 service. No doubt about it. I see. Thank you for that, Marco. And we're actually coming already towards the end of our time today, but I think it'd be useful if you could sum up the key benefits of your compressor technology and really how the application of this technology is growing with the rollout of CCS as one of the key decarbonization tools going forward. Of course, Stuart. So our unique selling points are, first of all, our long and outstanding reference list for CO2 compressors for high volume flows and high pressure. And if I talk about high pressure, I talk about pressure up to 250 bar. Furthermore, we have a dedicated test rig in our location in Berlin, where we are able to test not only the compressor, but also components like sealing systems, etc., up to 250 bar under real conditions with CO2. So we are able to entertain furthermore heat and torque recovery in one machine. So we can combine 
the compressor, not only of compressor stages, but also with expander stages. That is what we call an compander. For this, we have references as well, also in other applications like nitric acid. And in addition, we are the only company in the world that could offer an axial flow compressor for CO2 flue gas compression up to a volume flow of 1.5 million cubic meters an hour. This is really outstanding. And we are always a reliable partner to our customers with superior products also in the after-sales market, like, for example, digital offerings and also artificial intelligence tools that we are working on. Many thanks, Marco. And it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. And thank you to everybody for tuning in to listen to the podcast as well. If you have further questions about the Man RG systems, please don't hesitate to contact Marco and his team. And please have a look at Carbon Economist, where we cover CCS, CCUS in quite a lot of detail as well. Thank you very much for listening.